Alright, this is Talking With Strangers. I'm here with Cameron. Hey there. What's up, Cameron? Um, and he DM'd me to meet up, and we're just walking through Harvard campus right now. And uh, tell us more about your race, that, this upcoming race that you're doing. Alright, so I am doing a race called Last Man Standing. Uh, it is in New Gloucester, Maine. And I just learned how to pronounce that, so not ignorant West Coaster in me. <laughs> actually got it right. Mm -hmm. uh, but the race is a 4.2 mile loop every hour on the hour until there's one person left. Uh, and I was inspired to do this by a guy who I've been learning from, uh, mm -hmm. Jesse Itzler. Oh, Jesse, yeah. Who wrote a book called yeah. Living with a Seal. So Jesse's actually going to be there. Wow, really? And uh, <laughs> it'll That's be cool. a... We'll see how the race goes. I have no idea what's mm -hmm. going to happen. That's great. I read his book. Um, that one and then the... Uh, Living with the monks? The monks, yes. He's an inspiration. Um, what kind of got you into running? Uh, or just I mean, I've always been... I've always ran. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of part of life. I love to get places quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, even when I'm walking, typically much faster than the average person. I would say I actually don't really don't like running which is ironic and, and funny. Uh, I did one year of cross country my senior year of high school. Got completely burned out. I'm like, ah, uh, never thought I would run another race again. But uh, it opened my mind to running yeah. again and then got into Spartan races and then more of the ultra stuff now. Dude, that's sick. You want to sit up on here? Sure. I always, I always come here and chill. Um, but yeah, we were talking about getting out of your comfort zone and that was an instance where you were trying to get out of your comfort zone and look what it like led to. Oh gosh, you know? yeah. I mean, I'm very big on getting out of the comfort zone. I'd say that's pretty much my life MO. Yeah, dude, this Especially is... at this point. So, I, I guess a little more backstory with this race. Mm. I didn't plan on running it. And I signed up to do it two weeks ago. So, and I've had this idea going through my head a lot recently. Uh, and anyone listening to this, um, I think it's a good idea for most people to hear. But I think that we all limit ourselves with what we can actually accomplish by, oh, you know, I got to accomplish this before I can do that. Yeah. Uh, I got to do enough training before I can. Yeah. And the conditions. I've, I've sparked this thought of doing more with less. So, you can't, nothing's going to be perfect. Sometimes you just got to take that jump. Uh, and I'm just as guilty as most people of overthinking. It's like, oh man, I should have done that, should have done that. And then I don't. And then weeks go by and months go by and years go by. Uh, so, on this one, I was like, you know what? Jesse's doing this. I got a couple other friends doing this race. How much is airfare to Boston? Looked it up. I was like, well, all right. How much is a rental car? Let's do it. So, I flew in and I'll be driving up tomorrow. That's amazing. That's, I'm really trying to cultivate that type of attitude more. And I think we can all take from that. All right. Everybody it's, can <laughs> take from it. I mean, it, like I, I talk about it. It's not like I'm perfect. I mean, I'm one of the exact examples of right. not what not to do sometimes. But it's those few moments of jumping. Everybody, like yeah. any hero, Steve Jobs, anybody, it's all those, those couple moments. So, yes. So I'm really curious on your mindset when you're when you're really deep into that race and you're like at the point where I don't know if I can do it and then it's that very like kind of in that zone where 
it's like one thought could just send you the other way. One thought could send you that, like, take us through that. Uh, or an experience. I, I think that kind of goes along with that. Like, I've been asked, I don't know how many times, uh, what I'm expecting distance-wise with this race. Yeah. 4.2 mile laps. Uh, and I don't, I mean, I, I would say I'm shooting for at least 100. Uh, I've done 100 miles before. Uh, and that's, to answer your question, that's kind of what I'm going back on now yeah. is... I know I can do 100 miles. So this this race in particular is just, all right, what can I do that I didn't know that I can do? So if I go past 100 miles, like 100.5, 101, uh, that's what I'm shooting for. Uh, I mean, in a race like this, and you'll find out as you do more ultras later on, uh, you hit a lot of walls. So there'll be multiple times where that decision will come up. And it's really about just having already answered that beforehand to yourself um yep. so i was like you know what the goal is 101 miles uh i believe time wise that's 25 hours so my first goal my, my primary goal yeah. each lap is going to be to just finish that lap mm-hmm. but the next exactly. goal i'm also thinking of is that the worst part of that 25 hours is going to be the first 12 hours because it's going to be the hottest part of the day we're starting at noon mm-hmm going till midnight uh and once midnight swings around it's odd like running at night is a very different beast but uh it's like it's really peaceful everyone's asleep like you you can start to think you're like you know what how many people are doing this you get a little bit of an ego boost there uh everybody does but uh yeah i'd I'd say i don't have overly high expectations for myself it's not like i'm planning to go out and run this super fast a 12 and a half minute pace you're, you're here because you want to experience something new like exactly that's wonderful so i'm just i love the view right now i'm yeah. just like <laughs> well, i'm enjoying the wind like, this, <laughs> right. is, this is awesome it's funny i was in boston last summer uh i don't think i got to this part but i i didn't have a car last time so yeah. i was biking or running everywhere and it's a, I like that experience more. Like driving, you just miss so much. So I was like, yeah, sitting here and actually appreciating mm-hmm. people rowing by in the boat. Yeah, no, for sure. Everyone's so active here. We'll see runners and, and everything. So take us through a time, like a really, like a, just a crazy story when you were running and something crazy happened or you doubted yourself and then you overcame. Ah, gosh running wise huh and there's a lot of things coming to mind that aren't running right now um yeah sure anything i mean i guess this isn't running running but i was in preparation for a run um what is it 2019 now so almost two years ago exactly yeah um and this was a series of events so 2017 i ran my first ever spartan race uh that was the January I ran the race. I had run that race with the girl in October of the previous year. So, uh, second race ever. Loved Spartan race. I was like, oh, this is, it's running, but you're not feeling like you're running. Uh, you got so many different breaks with obstacles. It, it was like a big kid's playground. It's like awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I went mentally all in on that. So the last like quarter of the year, I ended up doing three what most spartan racers would call like crazy races um so spartan if anyone's unfamiliar has 
three primary distances, a sprint, a uh, super, and a beast, and those all vary. Uh, so a sprint's like a 5K with obstacles. Uh, super usually is around eight miles, and then the beast is 13 or more. Um, and then they also have what they currently call the ultra, but was at that point called the ultra beast, which was running the beast twice. Uh, so they also doing one of each of those is called a trifecta. And anyone that starts out, that's usually what they shoot for is to get a trifecta. So I, just like everybody else, was like, oh, I want to do this trifecta thing. And realized that if you do an ultra beast, it counted as a beast. And so I was like, well, that sounds harder, so I'm going to do that. Uh, and so I looked at the schedule, and the closest one to me was in Lake Tahoe, which was the uh, site of their world championship race. So I showed up, and Saturday they had the world championship. They had all kinds of top, top runners going. And then I was running on Sunday. And as much as I had mentally tried to prepare, I had no idea what I was doing. The furthest I'd ever run at that point had been maybe 18 miles. And this race was 36 miles, 34 miles, something like that, with obstacles, up mountains. We had a a lake swim that was like 40 degrees twice. Um, And so I was like, it was completely mind-boggling that I had one signed up for this and then when I actually showed up I was like what the hell am I doing and then uh, a couple weeks before that uh, and this was the first year they did it uh, Spartan Race had so the the trifecta they have a trifecta weekend where they have one of each race type Uh, they shared that they were doing one in Sparta Greece for the first time ever and I was like "Uh, that sounds like a cool story I'm going Having no idea, I've never traveled internationally other than Mexico or Canada, uh, although I don't really count Mexico since I live in San Diego and Tijuana's not really Mexico. But uh, signed up for that and then also found out like a week or two later after that that they were also having their first ever, uh, uh, ever ultra world championship race in Iceland yeah. the next month. So October, ran this ultra beast in Lake Tahoe. Uh-huh had the trifecta weekend in sparta greece in november and then the uh ultra world championships they were doing was in iceland in december so it was back to back to back months of just completely outside my comfort zone and like most people when they travel they like to plan everything out i as you found out today really don't plan much out Uh, i like to kind of go with the flow see what happens um if things work out sweet if they don't Oh, well. Like, if you get your hopes too high on things, I I feel like you set yourself up for just, like, unhappiness. Like, life's about being happy. So there's just so much cool stuff to appreciate around you. I know. I can tell you with the the expectations part of it, I used to set, I mean, I still set extremely high expectations for myself. And I think that's, that helps, but it's also a detriment because it's, you, you put yourself to these lofty goals and you're just like it's a lot of pressure on yourself and I, and I think uh, yeah there's a degree of hey maybe like, should I really be doing this And but there's also kind of that abandon of doing something that you know maybe I won't like accomplish it but I'm trying like I'm going for it like with this project I don't know if I'll meet all these people but I'm just I'm just kind of I'm going before I'm ready and that, that's yeah. kind of how you were beginning to talk like going I've been waiting for a lot of things and what I find is if I just go when I'm not ready like it usually will get better and better better and um, we were talking about with that with like running and stuff yeah 
Yeah, so Jesse Itzler, who I mentioned already, um, he has a coaching program called Build Your Life Resume. Uh, that I've, oh, yes. I've been in this yes. program since it started last year, uh, February of 2018. Uh, and one of the big ideas he talks about, which I've been reminded of a lot recently because we just they just started a new group and all of these new members popped into our alumni group and are asking questions and super inspiring for me because there's a lot of these lessons like you, you take it in and then you kind of forget about it. Uh, but Jesse has this this one idea that he talks about uh, called a Masogi goal and it's a it's a goal that you put on your schedule uh, and he he says to have one a year. Uh, that yep. puts you out of your comfort zone. So it's something that is 100% going to challenge you. You're not sure it's going to be successful, uh, but by even trying it, it's successful. So if you, like, so last year I did 100 miles just for the hell of doing 100 miles, um, and went into it very overly cocky. Thought I was, I was like, you know, I'm a decent, I'm a solid runner. Like right. most of these top guys are doing like 14, 18 hours. I should definitely be able to do it in less than 24. It was a very humbling experience. It, it took me almost double that, uh, but I did it. And the momentum in life in general of accomplishing or even trying to do something like that, um, it, you just, you can't even, like that. that's why I'm here. Like, it's like, you know what, I need some more momentum. Uh, what crazy thing can I do that will help every other aspect of life? I've, you've probably inspired a lot of people. You're just doing what you you love doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it, really weird. I mean, I, I don't really think about that, uh, but I do hear about it all the time from various people. Yeah. Um, which is odd. Like I, I get, I, I guess a little back backtracking a little bit. I used to work with the Olympic volleyball team uh, or volleyball teams, the indoor teams. Yeah. And like the, when you're around people of that caliber you learn that they're just people like yep. they're they're everyday people they got their problems they got their their highs and lows they got their personalities some people are more talkative some people are not uh some people like to eat tons of food some people don't uh and so i as i learned that very much from that experience i've taken that now i mean i love to meet people similar to you um and people are just people yep. so I've had the fortune of being able to meet all kinds of really cool, fun people, uh, and it, it, the more you treat them like people, the more. So, yeah, it's weird being on the other end of that at times, where it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, wow, you did that, and it's like, well, you know, it's it's not as impressive as it sounds. Is the way I put it, it's not as impressive exactly. as it sounds. Like it, it's pushing your comfort zone. If that for you is a five k, or if that's going yeah. and speaking on a public stage or something right. like that, like it's pretty much the same thing yeah so you worked uh when you, how did you get into olympic volleyball coaching for so, uh, yeah uh so my stepdad coaches college mm -hmm. uh so UCS.